Welcome to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Each episode focuses on a variety of topics, books, and themes found in Scripture, but this one is different. Join us for a special Easter edition to learn about the events of Holy Week. Each episode has a dedicated study guide, and you can download the full version in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to our Teach Me the Bible podcast. We are in day five, David. My name is Tim Webb, here with David Klingler. And David, it's going to start ramping up pretty quick here uh, with a lot of action. We've had so much going on in this week. But here, day five, as we're looking at this, we are now moving into something. I think it's one of my my favorite scenes in in, in this time leading up to the cross. So chapter 18, uh, walk us into this. This part, yeah. Th- this is um, one of those uh, passages where, uh, when I went to Israel for the first time, and and uh, again being from Texas, you think everything's so far apart, right. and and I remember um, sitting down there in the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, and you're you're watching this mm-hmm. scene, and mm-hmm. and uh, you just read the scene to him sitting in that place, and it's just so powerful, right. <laughs> and so so remember Jesus had uh, began this discussion in the upper room. This is uh, kind of to, to the uh, west of the uh, of the southern steps, and now he's made his way across uh, through the garden uh, down the uh, the Kidron Valley. It mm-hmm. says when Jesus had spoken these words, mm-hmm. talking about the words, this mm-hmm. discussion that began in the upper room, and his uh, he has continued along his way. He went forth with the disciples over the ravine of the Kidron, the Kidron Valley, mm-hmm. and there was a garden which uh, he himself entered, and his disciples. Now Judas who was betraying him, knew the place, for Jesus had often met there with his disciples. This is a pretty good place to meet. There's actually a little cave there that mm-hmm. we think that he may have even even used there in the lower part of the garden. Top of that hill, if you're sitting in the garden and you're looking forward, if you're looking towards, uh, towards the west, you're looking up the hill mm-hmm. uh, to Temple Mount, right? And it's just right there. I mean, it's just right there. <laughs> um, and... Uh, the, and you're so you're kind of on one hill, looking uh, at the bottom of the hill, looking across a Kidron Valley, across a little uh, creek that runs through mm-hmm. there, and then up the other side. And the other side is uh, is Temple Mount. Uh, at the top of the mountain you're on, behind you, mm-hmm. mountain we say mountain. It's a it's a it's a good hill. It's a good mm-hmm. size hill. Think Austin, kind of the hills yeah, in Austin. Right, right, right. If you're exactly. in Texas, yes, exactly. <laughs> this isn't a mountain like the Rocky right. Mountains, and this isn't a, a hill like uh, Brenham. But you it's know, probably like the hill all, country, yeah, a little bit. hill country, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And so the hill behind you, that's that's uh, mm-hmm. the Mount of Olives, right? Mm-hmm. The triumphal entry happened right behind you. Mm-hmm. He came down the hill, down the Mount of Olives, and entered into the city. Mm-hmm. And so all of these stories are happening right here in the same spot, right? right? And so now we're back in the in the the bottom in this garden, uh, and Judas, having then received a Roman cohort, uh, a cohort. Uh, that's not a word we use all the time. No, right? it isn't. It's a, it's a military uh, term. It uh, refers to a, uh, a a group of soldiers. Here, about six hundred. Think about that: six hundred soldiers. Yeah. 
coming to rest. Now, now Jesus is going to be able to see them. Oh yeah, he's yeah from the hill. Yeah, top. and that's one of the things yeah. I, I didn't realize. Right, it says uh, uh, then G- Judas, having received the Roman cohort and officers uh, and chief priests and Pharisees, and they were coming with lanterns and torches and weapons. Right, right, so, right. <laughs> there's one stone hill. You're sitting at the bottom of the other stone hill, and you're watching them come down the hill, yeah. and they're clanging along with right. their six hundred plus, <laughs> banging around yeah, with their it's armor. Not a quiet, yeah, covert it's not operation. And they got lanterns yeah. into night. You can yeah. see them. Because yeah. Here they come, right? Right. right. Uh, and I remember uh, before I was there reading chapter 18, verse 4, said, Jesus, therefore, knowing all things, uh, I took that as, well, he's omniscient. And so he, no, he could see him coming. Yes. This, yes. No, what he's what he knows is this is what's, what's happening, mm-hmm. right? Uh, knowing all things that were coming upon him, that his arrest, his death, his burial, mm-hmm. all of this all was coming right to him. Coming. In other words, he could have at any time going up the hill behind him, uh, and if you go over the uh, over the Mount of Olives, you're into the Judean wilderness very quickly, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, and there's places to hide there. This is mm-hmm. where David hid from uh, from King Saul back mm-hmm. in the Judean wilderness. And so certainly he could have, you know, hidden. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but knowing all things were coming up on him, went forth and asked them, said to them, whom do you seek? And they answered, and said, Jesus the Nazarene. And he said to them, and this is how it's translated in our New American Standard, I am, or I am he, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, now, if you know um, a little bit of Aramaic, if you know Old Testament uh, uh, story, I am. These are the I am statements, and this mm-hmm. is a huge one, right? Mm-hmm. Echwe right. would would have been uh, uh, I am in Aramaic, or I, I am in uh, in Hebrew. This goes back to Moses' story, right? Uh, the Lord appeared to Moses and and commissions Moses to go deliver Israel. Bush. Yeah, the burning yeah. bush. And who do I say sent me? And he says, you tell them I am sent you, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes and tells them he has sent me, right? Echwe, yeah. uh, tell them Echwe sent you. I tell them I am. Uh, and so he goes and tells them he is, Yahweh sent, mm-hmm. uh, sent me. Uh, and so Jesus answers with the divine name, I am. And when Judas, uh, who was also betraying him, was standing there, when therefore he said to them, I am. They drew back and fell to the ground. Now, you, you got to slow down and, and visualize this, picture this, right? Definitely. 600 soldiers, um, along with officers and chief priests and Pharisees, with mm-hmm. lanterns and torches and weapons. <laughs> right. It's like he says it, and just this bowling alley. Just yeah. <laughs> All the pins fall. <laughs> yeah. And they uh, they fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um. This is not a, we're coming to take you by force. There's certainly force involved here, mm-hmm. but it's on the wrong side. This right, is Jesus, right? right? <laughs> and so, Talking uh, tremendous submission. Oh, the man. The Father yeah, yeah, they're laying there the basically Father. gasping for their lives, right? Yes. This is a, it's a negotiation, but Jesus is the one with all negotiating right. power, That's right? right? <laughs> and so, um, and again, he's asked them, uh, who do you seek? And they said, Jesus the Nazarene. And he answered, I told you I am. If therefore you seek me, let these go their way. And you wonder how they're all there. Why didn't they just arrest them all and put them all to death? They couldn't, right? This wasn't Mm -hmm. a negotiation, right? No. Uh, That the word of the Lord might be fulfilled. Of whom uh, you have given me, I have not lost one. And Simon Peter, therefore, having a sword, drew it, and he struck the uh, the high priest's slave and cut off his ear. And uh, the slave's name was Malchus. And Jesus therefore said to Peter, put your sword back in its sheath. The cup which the Father has given to me, shall I not drink it? Now, 
I've heard a lot of people, you know, kind of give Peter some grief here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, look at Peter not knowing what he's supposed to be doing. No, I think Peter knows exactly what he's supposed to be doing. I think mm-hmm. his response is correct. Uh, correct. I think his timing is all no. wrong is the, is the problem. Uh, this goes back to Psalm uh, one, uh, 149. In Psalm 149, uh, you, you get this, um, this interesting um, uh, passage. Let me pull this, uh, this up. Uh, in Psalm 149, praise the Lord, uh, sing to the Lord a new song, uh, and praise him in the congregation of the godly ones, of the, the chesedim, the, the, mm-hmm. lo- the, the ones that who have received this chesed, the loyal uh, love, the loving kindness of the Lord. Let Israel be glad in his maker, and let the sons of Zion rejoice in their king, and let their praise be in his name with dancing. Um, we laugh as Baptist, right? Oh, really, oh, it's dancing. Yeah, it <laughs> let is, them sing it? his praises with the timbrel and the lyre, for the Lord takes pleasure in his people, and he will beautify the afflicted ones with salvation. And let the godly ones exalt in glory. Let them sing for joy on their beds, and let the high praises of God be on their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand mm-hmm. to execute vengeance on the nations and put punishment upon the people and puni- for the punishment of the people to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute upon them the judgment that is written. For this is an honor for his godly ones. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. And so there's a time coming uh, when vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord, and the Lord will return with his mm-hmm. armies and will execute judgments on the nations. And Peter says, I know this passage. Give me my sword. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready. You Let's know? go. Hey, Jesus, mm-hmm. I take this one. You got the rest. <laughs> uh, it is not yet that time, yeah, Peter. It is yeah. first. Uh, the suffering servant has to lay down his life sure. uh, for uh, uh, for this uh, people. And so what a... Uh, it's amazing when you think about the ramifications of this passage that the Lord was not taken by force. Uh, by force, he negotiated the deal yes. uh, for him to be taken. This was uh, him laying down his life. I lay down my life and I take it mm-hmm. up again, right? Mm-hmm. No one has the authority to take his life except for him. And if he wanted to, he could have wiped them all out. Right. But being obedient to the will of the Father to lay down his life, uh, for the sins of Israel, and not only for the sins of Israel, but for the sins of the whole world. Yes. Uh, he goes. Tremendous uh, submission absolutely, to the Father. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen uh, is that his disciples are going to depart, uh, betray him, and he's going to be left alone to suffer uh, alone. You'll remember uh, we skipped over this uh, in our um, Upper Room Discourse, but this is back in um, in Chapter 13 of the Upper mm-hmm. Room Discourse. Simon Peter, uh, Jesus is explaining that where I go, you can't follow. He's going to the Father, and uh, and G- and the disciples can't follow. They'll follow later. Mm-hmm. And Peter said, Lord, why can't I follow you right now? I will lay down my life for you. And Jesus answered. And, and he, certainly he was willing to at that time. In mm-hmm. chapter 18, he's ready to fight to the death, sure. right? Uh, at least to fight to the to the life. Yeah, <laughs> he thought the they life. were going to win, right? Uh-huh. Well, sure. <laughs> well, 600 just hit the dirt. Yeah, and this is hurt. great. I'm yeah. on. <laughs> I got one. You take the rest. I'm in. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Jesus, on the right I'm team. Uh, I will lay down my life for you. And Jesus mm-hmm. answered, will you really lay down your life for me? For truly, truly, I say to you, a cock shall not crow uh, until you deny me three times. And, mm-hmm. and of course, that's what's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus arrest and uh, in chapter eighteen and and before we get uh, very far into this, uh, J- Peter has denied him 
three times. Now, mm-hmm. um, at least Peter's there to deny him three times. The rest have scattered. Everyone's gone. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. they're gone. Uh, apparently, it's uh, uh, Peter's it's in close proximity. Peter and John who are there, and mm-hmm. and the rest have mm-hmm. uh, have uh, have deserted, and uh, and so at least Peter was there, but he he does deny him uh, three times, and uh, and so uh, the the arrest of uh, and now we're. At uh, the trial of what John is presenting as the Passover lamb. Now, mm-hmm. uh, if you remember, this begins in chapter one. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, and mm-hmm. and that Passover lamb had to be found to be blameless. It had to be inspected to make right. sure that it was blameless, that it was spotless. And and what happens in this trial uh, is that um, that repeatedly uh, in chapter eighteen and into chapter nineteen. Uh, all of those who inspect Jesus come to the same result. Mm-hmm. I find no guilt in him. I find no guilt in him. I find no guilt in him. In fact, uh, the great irony of ironies is that um, there was a custom uh, that uh, one was to be released at the Passover. And here mm-hmm. is the very Passover lamb uh, that uh, that mm-hmm. Israel could have released. And, uh, and, so, uh, uh, and so Pilate asked, do you uh, want me to release for you, the king of the Jews. And they cried out again, saying, not this man, right? The choice mm-hmm. was between between releasing Jesus or releasing a man named Barabbas. Now, uh, we're English speakers. We don't know what Barabbas means. Uh, right, sure. Uh, Barabbas mm-hmm. is how we say it. Barabbas. Barabbas. Oh, Barabbas, Barabbas. right? <laughs> you know, Barabbas, right? Uh, Bar is son in Aramaic, and Abba is father. The S is added because of uh, of the greek but ava is uh, is not just father but the father the a b b a that mm-hmm. that doubling of the b in the last a makes it the father uh, av is father a b is father but the father is a b b a this is son of the father mm-hmm. <laughs> who's right. a robber he's a true robber yes uh, but the true son of the father who has no guilt in him mm-hmm. we're going to kill him mm-hmm. and so this is the Perfect Lamb of God who lays down his life for the sins of the world, uh, for the sins of Israel, and not only for the sins of Israel, but for the sins of of all the world, uh, put to death unjustly, raised on the third day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and if you believe in his name, through the words the apostles that have proclaimed those words through the ages, mm-hmm. you will be saved. Amen. Uh, there, what else is there? Right, um, uh, Psalm two. This uh, this uh, Psalm yes. two, uh, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. This comes out of Psalm two. Today I have begotten you. I've identified Jesus as being identified by the Father in Psalm two as the the Son. Mm-hmm. Right. The kings of the world take their stand. The rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His Christ. <laughs> and the one who sits in the heavens laughs at Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mocks them, yes. and he says, "This is my son. Kill them all." Yeah. But in between that, kill them all. Between the the identification of the son, both at his baptism and at his uh, and at then at the the the, um, the Mount of uh, Transfiguration. Transfiguration. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Christ's death, burial, and his resurrection. In between uh, that identification of the son and the wipe them all out is this time of great grace where the mercy of the Lord has gone out to the nations, where the, mm-hmm. the good news of eternal life through belief in the Son has gone out not only to his own, but to the whole world. And here yeah. we are, right? Uh, and so there's this, this time we call it the church age where, where this 
delay in God's judgment, mm-hmm. this um, patience of the Lord. That doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. Is going out. Yes. Uh, and, and so we have been, uh, not only have we believed in the gospel, but we've been entrusted with the words of the apostles mm-hmm. and prophets to proclaim it to others yeah. that they may believe and be rescued because the king is coming. Mm-hmm. The king is coming. Yes. And that, and what Peter was looking for there on that mountain <laughs> where he pulls the sword, that day is coming. Yes. Peter just, he, Timing's he had, a little off, Peter. Hang in there. He had the events right. He <laughs> yeah. had the timing wrong. Right. But that day is coming. Yes. Uh, and so now when we say, even so, come Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. it is the wrath of God being poured out through his son. Mm-hmm. His son brings the wrath of God. Yes. So uh, I, I always point out to our students, and and it's a very somber thought, that, that when we have placed our hope, we have taken our refuge uh, blessed are all who take refuge in you, Psalm 2. That's how Psalm 2 ends. Blessed are they mm-hmm. taking refuge in the Son. You're taking refuge in the Son. You're being saved through faith in Jesus from the wrath of God that will be poured out mm-hmm. through Jesus. Mm-hmm. You're saved by Jesus from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, that's what we've been entrusted with. The resurrected king sits at the right hand, making intercession for our sins, and he is coming. And that's what we're looking forward to. So we're anxiously looking forward to the return of Christ. But when he comes, all who have rejected him, all who have not believed the gospel, he's going to wipe them out. They're going to assemble, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're going to... uh, um, to take their stand against him, and it's not going to go well. Right. And so we've been entrusted with the very words of life, the words mm-hmm. that have been handed down to us, mm-hmm. the words that uh, as we uh, pick it up at the, the tomb, the death burial, and now uh, you know, Christ is going to be crucified, and, and uh, tomorrow we're going to talk about uh, uh, the resurrection, the tomb, and the, uh, and the, the disciples and the, the, the women going to the mm-hmm. tomb, mm-hmm. and the resurrected Christ, which gives us meaning for life. Because if there's no resurrection, there's no meaning. That's right. So that's where we're headed. All right. Well, thank you, David, and everyone. Thank you for being a part of today, and just look forward to continuing the story. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for the special edition of Teach Me the Bible. Don't forget to download the full study guide from the show notes. Check out our social media for any questions, updates, or previous episodes. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast.